pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's the RJ Ochoa Show on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. What's going on in Jerry's world? What's the latest from Cowboy Camp? Find out right here, Friday mornings at 7.30 and 9.30 with the manager and editor-in-chief of Blogging the Boys, RJ Ochoa. Here's Robin Rudy. We are being organically searched for, Rudy. It's R&R in the morning here on San Antonio Sports Star. He's Rudy J. I'm Rob Thompson. And organically, he has appeared on my YouTube feed. You want to prove it to yourself, go there, and you will see R.J. Ochoa doing a thumb trick in front of your very eyes on a Friday morning. Good morning, R.J. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas and all those platitudes that I missed uh, in the last couple of weeks. Good to see you this morning, my friend. Yeah, uh, great to be with y'all. Happy 2024. Hope you guys have oh, yeah. up writing the date. Um, at all. Um, have you I put a thumb on it yet? Um, I don't know if that's an expression or a euphemism, <laughs> but, um, you know, um, I'm, I mean, I just, uh, it's a question. No, let him go. Let's, don't know. worry about that. Yeah. RJ, you got a haircut. Did he, did he mean to go that short? It looks good. Did, or did they get you? It's funny you asked that. Um, <laughs> a few haircuts ago, I normally, I used to get a five on top and a one on the side. Um, and I accidentally asked for a one on top and a five oh, on the side. So you look- now you would think <laughs> did like, they- I, I I did ask for that. Like I, I'm I'm going to own this. Um, but you would think that anybody would say, "Are you sure?" Said, yeah. Anybody would have said, "You don't want that." Um, you know, I was kind of lost. I was with my son, and I was holding him, and I was all scatterbrained. <laughs> And, and so he just said, are you sure? And I said, yeah, like it didn't seem unorthodox to me. Um, and so he was like, okay. So he did the, the one and I was like, I and you know, I was like, it dug in. like yeah. Um, but so since then I've realized I like a three on top as opposed to a mm. five. Um, so, um, I did get a cut yesterday. Uh, but that was, a you know, that happened to be the day before my son's birthday party. So my wife was, um, not happy. With Give me the shimp. <laughs> what, what, yeah, like yeah. one of the three stooges when I'm done. He's RJ Ochoa, and he's looking pretty good. Go find out for yourself on the YouTube feed. Hey, we just had Mike McCarthy on talking about the game coming up this weekend. And, you know, he'd been talking a whole lot about momentum and getting ready for us. Put the, 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 the commander's game in perspective for the average fan. I mean, I recognize um, that the Cowboys have – clinch the playoff spots so you could put it in the same box as you maybe put the Detroit game and the Miami game and even the Buffalo game for that matter. Um, but given what's at stake, given, you know, that they can win the NFC East and clinch the two seed, I mean, it's a 10 out of 10 on the level of importance and panic mm-hmm. and stress. Um, the Cowboys, I don't know if you guys know, they've only hosted a division around playoff game twice since the Super Bowl run in the 90s. 
I mean, think about that. Like, we talk about how, you know, the drought is and all these things, and, and granted they lost both of those games, but, you know, that that was also at a time where they weren't riding a 16-game home-winning streak. I mean, the, the advantage that this offers is paramount. It's vital. It's absolutely necessary. And beyond, you know, you got to win that first playoff game, obviously. Nobody's acting like that's a foregone conclusion, but beyond having those two possible games at home, you have the third possible game at home, you know, being the conference championship game as San Francisco slips up. And perhaps more, most importantly, you guarantee that you avoid the Niners until at the very least the exactly. NFC championship game. Nobody else can offer that. Nobody else can claim that. And so that makes Sunday one of the most important days in the 21st century. In the wow. of the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, and I love these type of things when RJ's on, let me see. Two divisional playoff games since the Niners. I want to say 07 Patrick Creighton drop on third down and Aaron Rodgers' yeah. best throw I've ever seen in my life on third and a mile. Those are right? the two? Those, those are the two. Yeah, those are the two. And both of the, both of those instances, the Cowboys were the one seed, not even the two. So they didn't even have to play a wild card game before that. And, and obviously, you know, that 2016 season, they were – playing with a little bit of house money and that it was Dak and Zeke's rookie year and, you know, rookie quarterback still has never done this. Um, and so it was kind of hard to, to really believe that that was the one. Um, but but this this is the best kind of combination of qualities. This feels like the best Cowboys team, the most experienced Agreed. Cowboys team. Even that, two, that 2017, they'd been to the playoffs the year before, but they hadn't been hardened you know, two years prior the way that this year's team had. And that 2016 team, it was so many new faces. I mean, again, it was the rookie year for mm -hmm. Dak and Zeke. I mean, this is a, a collective group that has some scar tissue that has been built up together because of the way they've been through the last couple of years. I, what would you think would bite them in the butt? The inability to run the ball or the inability to stop the run? I mean, if it's one of the two, it's probably the latter yeah. um, because you give an, an opponent the ability to control everything and, and take the ball out of the hands of the most important and most powerful aspect of your team, which is the passing game. And so if, if you can keep Dak Prescott off the field, um, I mean, that's that's a good good day of work for you. And um, I'm excited about Dan Quinn. I think that the Cowboys defense has turned a little bit of a corner um, it was certainly a bit demoralizing how he just took his foot all the way off the gas on that final drive against Detroit. Um, but, you know, nobody wants to talk about that. People only want to talk about the penalty and, you know, Mike McCarthy's decision. But, you know, Dan Quinn completely and totally just letting Detroit waltz down the field. Who cares? I mean, it's, it's Dan. And he did it against Miami the week before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, you know, but, you know, cast stones at the man who, who criticizes Dan Quinn because that's that's the way things go. He has the most Teflon um, exterior I've ever seen among anybody associated with the Cowboys in recent history. Uh, I saw an NFL Players Association poll where the uh, they polled Jim Fossil as uh, the preeminent special teams coach in, in football. Dan Quinn did not de get the defensive nod, which I pro he probably would have at the beginning of the season, but it was uh, uh, the uh, D.C. for the Lions uh, – Former cornerback Aaron uh, name fell off my brain. What I'm what I'm getting at here with the with the Cowboys as they head into this into the playoffs and they, this season this game matters. Uh, coming off of a game where the Cowboys finally won one that they probably shouldn't have. When was the last time the Cowboys won a game that you go, man, we got lucky and this was sure everything but us was the reason we won? Can you remember one? I mean, if you're qualifying it that way. 
some people might go as far back as the last significant game against Detroit in that building, the 2014 wildcard game, when the flag against Anthony Hitchens was picked, picked up. up. That's, That's right. I mean, you know what? I'd forgotten about that. Good one. Um, Go I would Detroit. offer, though, I mean, pick a Cooper Rush game last year. You're not supposed to win those games. Like Good those, point. They stole those games, I mean, in the grand scheme of things. I mean, and so they went 4-1, and one. I mean, with, without, you know, the most important player on their team. Um, and so, you know, nothing in recent history will have the pizzazz that, that the Lions win had. And, I, I look, I'm firmly on record that it was uh, a penalty. You know, the whole – I'm, I'm in agreement with everyone. Right. I, have, I have the chalk opinion. But the idea that Dan Campbell is also skating by is hilarious to me. I mean, and, and it's complete and total, you know, result of how likable he is and how, you know, big of a, of a talker he is at the podium because the decision, the initial decision to go for it carried a positive, an increase in win probability for the Lions. Okay, respect. But the moment that they had to move back off of the penalty, which right. we can sit here and debate, obviously, carried a negative win probability. And so did the third attempt. I mean, if, imagine if that had been Mike McCarthy. Like, oh, my God. And Mike, Mike's face, you know, drove in the face of negative win probability out of stubbornness. I mean, he'd be getting completely and totally, you know, just lambasted by everybody. We're joined by RJ Ochoa blogging the boys. RJ, I'm I'm really, really concerned. Like I, I I see the narrative that the Cowboys have been pushing on Tyler Smith. Now, Wednesday we oh. were joined by Doc Garrett of Arosti, and he's calling BS. He he doesn't he doesn't see that this is a better thing than just a partial tear. And he said he'd be shocked. And Mike McCarthy wasn't he's not gonna give us too much, obviously. But but he wasn't he didn't seem overconfident about the availability of Tyler Smith going forward. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not a doctor. Me neither. Um, me neither. That's why I asked the doctor. So I was like, he he's like, I don't know if that's better. Well, okay. Yeah. I want to ask the question then, and I asked McCarthy this. <clears throat> Last time we were dealing with this, we had a pretty different line shuffle. What do you expect if Smith's not ready to go? I mean, it's probably T.J. Bass. Is it? Um, mm. You know, who who came in for him. That makes the most sense. And I think a lot of I think the Cowboys, because they're the only ones who believe in this, they would say this is why we put Tyron at left tackle. Okay, he wanted us to put Tyler at left tackle. So you know, if if Tyler had been our left tackle, we'd be screwed right now. Um, you know, it just happened to break that way. But um, I agree that you know I'm not totally just letting them spoon this you know spoonful of sugar into me. Um, I mean, the fact that they just randomly went out and signed Lyle Collins and that he yeah. snaps that left guard. Um, is is a little bit funky, um, but I mean, I don't know. For what it's worth, this same thing did happen to Tony Pollard, um, you know, last year I think it was, and so it's and not like unheard of, um, but I mean the the situation and, and the critical nature of it certainly makes me believe that the the more negative outcome is far more likely in this situation. Is McCarthy safe no matter how this plays out? I mean, I'm talking about know, wild card division. I would regardless three twelve win seasons in a row. Is he safe no matter how it plays out? He should be. I agree. Uh, I agree. I mean, like I'm not above saying that you can have a conversation if they just get smoked in the wild card round. If the Packers come to town and they just you know they get boat raced, then you know, fine, a conversation is well worth it. But it. If you can acknowledge that, you know, what is happening here is unprecedented in, you know, the 21st century for this team, then I don't think you're being fair. Um, is he without flaws? No. Point me to the human being, not just NFL coach or play caller that is. 
Um, but but this is what you wanted. You you signed up to be in the tournament every year. You signed up to to have a, a incredible home field advantage. You signed up to take care of division rivals. You signed up to take them seriously among football dignitaries. And that's what Mike McCarthy has done here. And so people asked a lot at the beginning of the season, like, well, if he doesn't reach the NFC championship game, is he fired? It's like, well, how does that not happen? Like, does, does he lose in the division around because there's a, a clang off, off of a Brandon Aubrey field goal to win the game? Like, is it because they lose 53 to, to 10? Like, what, what are the circumstances and what's the context Fair. surrounding their, you know, demise? And so, I think that that's also worth, you know, offering on the other side of the spectrum. If they, for whatever reason, were just completely unprepared, they had all the penalties, they whined and complained about it, things like that, then, yeah, maybe you do have a conversation. But for the most part, I have a very difficult time saying that moving on from him is in the best interest of the football team. He's RJ Ochoa blogging the boys. Make sure you're following him on all the socials to be a true Cowboy fan. Um CeeDee Lamb has met every expectation and been incredible this season. And, and obviously he's carrying them through the last the last game specifically. Uh, for him to be successful, slot the guys that need to be successful to help him out. Is it is, is a, a successful tight end day better than a successful Brandon Cooks day in order to get um, CeeDee to get those 10 catches and all the things that they're using him in to make up for a poor running game? I do think that as far as CD is concerned, it's probably more necessary for Jake Ferguson's domino to fall. Um, you need that middle of the field to kind of be conquered and a threat, a viable one for CD to kind of be able to run around and roam. But for the success of the team, it's probably Brandon Cooks, um, if that makes sense. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about a game that the Cowboys won by the skin of their teeth, where CD Lamb had over 200 yards receiving, was completely and totally unstoppable. And yet there were still moments that other plays had to be made. Um, and Brandon Cooks was the one who was yeah. able to do that. Like you, you could, you can literally get a career day from C.D. Lamb and still need more as an overall, you know, kind of functioning offense. And I think that that was the lesson that we really learned last year. It was the C.D. Lamb show, and that was simply not enough. And so Brandon Cooks caught, you know, what you could kind of qualify as the game-winning touchdown, oh, I suppose. Obviously, was there was a the obvious juggle at the end, but but you have to have that. I mean, again, in the name of the over, I mean, as far again, as far as C.D. is concerned. You need Jake Ferguson to be, you know, kind of dominating for him to thrive in a particularly different way. But for the overall kind of good of the group, it has to be Brandon Cooks. You need that tried and true opposite receiving threat to command the other side of the field. I I know in the NFL, RJ, we're supposed to be all oh, parody and oh, we don't know. Look, I don't want. I'm not playing that game. It's going to be San Fran or Dallas that comes out of the NFC. That's just my prediction. But what would who would be your dark horse? And for the sake of this game, you can't say Philly. Well, I don't think that you wouldn't be Philly anyway. So who I just, who would be your is is it the well, Rams? Who, who who's your dark horse? That's that's the 07 like Giants that come from the six seed. Like who is it? Right, I would like to say it's a real shame what Philly's going through. I mean, just a, a true bummer. <laughs> Still uh, off, yeah, right. Worm and and toil and uh, yeah. you know it's it's just I feel really badly for them. But the answer is probably the Rams, and that's why oh, I wrote an article yesterday. I I appreciate y'all showing my tweet. I wrote an article that. Carson Wentz is kind of an important figure in, in what's going to happen here. Um, he's going to start a quarterback for the Rams on, on Sunday against the Niners who are going to start Sam Darnold. I want the Rams, and I think everybody, every Cowboys fan, should want the Rams to be the sixth seed in this equation because not only does that guarantee that the Cowboys, who presumably win on Sunday, uh, would avoid them as the seventh seed, but we want the Rams to go to Detroit because I think that the Rams have the best chance of upsetting Detroit. And if that happens and the Cowboys take care of business in the wild card round themselves, 
the Rams go to San Francisco. The Rams stand the best chance of all NFC playoff teams, the Cowboys included, in my mind, of upsetting the Niners. I'm not saying it's a good chance, but they do they do have the best chance. I mean, they're division rivals. Sean McVay, obviously, is a great coach. Matthew Stafford's playing out of his mind. So the Rams certainly have that potential. And if the, if things break for them the right way, if they get that 07 Giants luck or whatever you want to call it, obviously all the more. But the, the Rams are, are truly what terrifies me the most. I certainly think that the Packers will be a difficult out. Jordan loves playing really well. But the Eagles, you know, I think are a little bit DOA. The Bucks, nobody's taken seriously this whole time. And the Lions just saw their head coach throw away a potential win in the name of proving, you know, himself right in the face of NFL officials. So what's the matchup if Detroit wins? Uh, yeah, that's the one so, that bothers me. Detroit, man. If, if, Go ahead. if Detroit wins, and we presume that the Cowboys win, obviously. Right, right, right. Round, then Dallas hosts Detroit, and Dan Campbell will give the rah rahiest rah rah speech of all time. Gotcha. Um, and the winner, the winner of the NFC South Philadelphia Eagles game, will go to San Francisco. And I don't think any of us think that the Bucks or Saints or Anybody. Eagles have a real kind no. of snowball's chance in hell. Yeah, beating the Niners. That's R.J. Ochoa blogging the boys. Uh, off the top of your head, when was the last time the Cowboys won on grass? <laughs> um. This season, they beat the Panthers. On was it on grass? grass? I okay. Yes. But but for what it's worth, the, the last playoff win they had. Yeah, in Tampa. Last yeah. year at, at, at Tampa, they wore their cursed Navy jerseys. I mean, it was on a Monday night and all that against Tom Brady. Um, so they can do it. I mean, it's, it's a weird run of coincidences and why they haven't been able to. But even if you think they can, that's why getting the two-seed is such a twist of fate for them. He is RJ Ochoa, our own personal twist of fate. My guy of one and a five haircut. A one and a five in that order. <laughs> yeah, Happy no, New again, Year, brother. I, it was it was my fault, and I want to acknowledge that. But you would think that the person would have said, I think you're saying this incorrectly, uh, especially because I had my son and I'd gotten his haircut. So, you know, it would have been time for them to be like, I think you're, you've got your wires crossed. <laughs> Nobody would ask for this. Uh, <laughs> Did they so, spin you around Did the spin you around and you look at yourself with the hair longer on the sides than the top. No, go, I mean, that's I what I wanted straight in the mirror. And the worst part was he did the one first, you know what I mean? And so like it, it was immediate. And I was like, ah, oh. and, and then he had the gall after, you know, I was like, Oh man, I clearly messed up. He was like, I asked you, I double checked. And I was, I was like, dude, I know that. Like I'm, I'm going to pay for this. It was my fault. But like, you still kind of left me out to dry here. So, um, it was uh, it was a cap day for the birthday party to say the least. It's the best thing ever happened to you, and you figured out why. We're now a three type. Yeah, threes. They're all up. Rock and but roll. They, That's uh, RJ Ochoa right here on San Antonio Sports Star. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next. One love. Y'all eat some chocolate pudding before the weekend's over.